With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Avengers table has begun. <laughs> stick to football. Sims and Lefko together. I think it's Sims and Lefko finally stick to football. I think that's where we are. Yeah. Or... Stick to football, Sims Alefko. Yes. <laughs> I'm just glad we're doing it. It's uh, It's been a year. We've been saying, oh, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, yeah. we'll all get together. We'll make this happen. Except for I live in the middle of nowhere. So it makes it really hard to do. But yeah. Now we got you. It's good to, good to be at this tiny table together. Well, move the hell out of the middle of nowhere and move back <laughs> no, somewhere. Man. And we can okay. do this all the time. Housing yeah. prices are too cheap in the middle of nowhere. So that's, uh, give me a raise and we'll talk about it. I okay. mean, what better week to do it, though? Oh, my gosh. It is draft week. We were literally right before the start of recording going, none of us know what's going to happen. We don't. No, because I want to say thank you to John Dorsey for making this fun because when the first spot is there, then everyone reacts accordingly. We don't know. No. So what we're going to do today is we are going to take you into every single war room. I'm going to try and go into the top 10. I think if we move at a good pace, we can go from room to room. Uh, And here's how it's going to go. First, I want to say, Sims and Lefko listeners, we are joined by Connor Rogers, Matt Miller. These are the Stick to Football guys. Their listeners are called the Stickies. And, right? (laughs) I don't know how that happened, but it did, yeah. It's a good nickname. (laughs) Yeah. We're the Sims and Lefkies that are our nicknames. Uh, But they study the draft all year round. We've talked about them a lot, and I'm excited to work with them. Yeah, and for Stick to Football listeners, we're joined by Chris Sims, uh, and Adam Lefko, hey. I've had the pleasure of working with these guys for a long time, and we have pointed you to their show so many times. If we'll start to talk NFL stuff, and I'll be like, oh, no, no. just listen to Sims and Lefko. But here's what we're going to talk about, uh, kind of our spin on things. So it is good that we can finally get everything together and get Chris's perspective yes. as uh, a former pro quarterback, someone who went through this process, because we just pretend to do it. He actually did it. And and you're great at setting us up and also, you know, keeping me from saying the F word way too many times. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's super exciting because Chris and Miller usually don't agree. And yes. I think this year is the first year where yeah, we're going to agree. I think it's going to change. Yeah. Anyone's yeah, going to know right. it's going to be Connor. Yeah, because right. I work Connor, with both of Connor's them. running the draft yeah. for Bleach Report. Yeah. By the way, you can watch it on Facebook. It is going to be able to be streamed in the app. And it's going to be on YouTube this year, right. Thursday night. You don't need television and commercials and boring storylines. And a cable we're, bill. We're just doing every pick yeah. online. So yeah. join us. No, but I, Connor I, knows because he kind of knows who you like. Well, he knows who Miller likes. Yes, I, I mean, I think that's uh, something I'll say to both of them. I, of course, yeah, Miller's in the middle of nowhere, so I don't get to talk to him as much. But <laughs> yeah. Connor, I mean, I lean on Connor all year long. I mean, so, I mean, Sims and Lefko guys, if you want to know what's going on in college football and prospects during the NFL season, you listen to them because that's the guy I go, oh, you know, Connor, who do you like at this position? Or, hey, Connor, I just watched this guy. I was impressed or I didn't like him or whatever. And we have conversations and Connor can give me some perspective of what people are saying about the guy and if he liked him and if Miller liked him. And it at least just makes me feel like I have some clue when it comes draft season. No doubt. But the best thing about Chris is that he will take what. Ever he thinks his own approach. He will. Oh yeah, because he doesn't use social media. No, and he that's has the no be- idea. He'll ask me for the general consensus, but that doesn't make him scared to say, "Okay, well, that's wrong," or yes. "That's that's complete nonsense." This right. is what I think, and that's what's going to make 
this show so much fun. And that's what we're going to do. Here's the thing. I just can't believe we have to pay homage to you. Like, you're going to make the final call. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's how it's going to go, you loud mouth. I am going to be the GM in each of these rooms. I'll be a John Dorsey, then I'll be a Gettleman, then I'll be a McCagden. Sims is going to be my director of player pro player personnel, which means he knows the roster and what the team needs. Miller is going to be my lead of co- my director of college scouting. He knows everything. And then Connor is going to be my lead college scout that knows the in-depth. Here is how this is going to work. I'm going to transport you, the wonderful listeners of both shows, to each war room. Sims, you're going to have 30 seconds to give your player. Then Miller is going to give his player and a brief description why and Connor. Okay. We are not going to argue off the bat. I want to know who it is. If Sims and Miller both like Darnold number one and Connor says Allen number one, he has to explain why he differs from you. Right. So some of these picks might go fast. Yeah. Some of them might become an argument. All right, good. It's no holds barred, and it's Sims and Left going sick to football <laughs> doing a GM round. So for, for our <laughs> listeners, we do this a lot. We talk about it's what will happen versus what should happen. Right. So today's a lot more what should happen. Exactly. So that's fun. Yeah, because look, no one knows what's going yeah. to happen, so let's just tell them what they should do. Yep. So the first place we are going to go, we I'm going to take you to Cleveland and the war room with John Dorsey. Okay. <laughs> I got to be honest with you guys. I completely lied. I don't know who I'm taking with the first pick. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I thought about calling a homeless guy. I'm not sure. Sims, who the hell do we draft? The number one help me. Hey, to me, the number one guy, John Dorsey, okay, first of all, is is Josh Allen. That's okay. the guy I'm going with here. They're, they're, listen, none of, nobody is perfect in this draft at the quarterback position, but okay. this is the guy I feel the most comfortable with, especially in the division we play in and in the weather environment that we play in as well. Josh Allen, the physical gifts, yep. uh, his ceiling, I think, is as high as anybody in this draft. Uh, him and Lamar Jackson at the quarterback position. Big arm, g- great size, elite size, elite athletics uh, for that size. Okay. okay? Yes, you're going right, to see. So you're going to go Josh Allen. I'm going Josh Allen. Is that okay. enough for you? Do you need that me to solidify lot, anything more? I have the picture of him on okay, my Okay, good. Uh, director of college scouting. I would say, John, what did you do last year? You went and got the traits guy and Patrick Mahomes. Right. Let him sit behind an okay quarterback for a year. And now look how loaded that team is in Kansas City. Let's do the same damn thing. Draft Josh Allen. Let him sit behind Tyrod Taylor. There's no chicken shit drafting here. Let's get the best quarterback in terms of the future. Sam Darnold might be the best right now, but he he might be the worst in five years. Mm. I I think you got to jump on the table and take Josh Allen. All right, my my lead scout, my prize possession. I have a feeling I'm going to have to do this rant a couple of times, (laughs) but for me, it's Josh Rosen. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I think he's the most pro-ready quarterback in this draft. I think he has the IQ that can handle the demands of whatever Hugh Jackson needs to not only survive this year, but long-term. When I look at Rosen, I look at a player that can really throw a touch to every single level of the field and a guy that, yeah, Tyrod Taylor might start. Rosen can play and win football games this year, and, and I feel the most comfortable with him. Mm. All right, so I did hear Rosen on the Sims and Lefko podcast, and he was great. So yeah. I, I don't, I'm a little yeah. biased. Yeah, the guy, that Lefko guy on the Sims and Lefko yeah. podcast, man, he was like ready Smitten. to blow Josh Rosen. <laughs> full fledged. A little aggressive. Sorry, John. Uh, uh, so do you. So or why are you against? are you against Josh Allen? Because I have two of oh, my lead drafting yeah, guys. Yeah, he is. I am. I'm, I'm scared of the development process with Josh Allen. I truly am. I think Even that, though we have Tyrod. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if it's necessarily a time thing. I go back and watch him against his three games against Power 5 schools, which was Iowa, Oregon, Nebraska. 50% completion, one touchdown, eight picks. 
overwhelmed by the speed that those defensives mm. played at. That's kind of scary, guys. How do you respond to that? I think the three of us could have would have been his best receivers. Braxton Berrios yeah. over here would have been his number one. <laughs> his offensive line was terrible. Yeah. And I think that stats need context. How many drop passes were there? How many wrong routes were run? How many times was he asked to play hero ball? I was at the Iowa game scouting when his receiver dropped a dime that he scrambled and made a Ben Roethlisberger. Some of his best throws are incomplete passes. I mean, it's not perfect, but do we believe we could coach him up? His footwork has improved. He was an overstrider in college. We saw at the Senior Bowl Combine Pro Day that has been fixed. Exactly, It's going to continue to get better. His upside is, like Chris said, I think his upside is better than anyone else's in the draft. I don't disagree with the Josh Rosen thoughts. I understand them. Like I'm a fan of Josh Rosen. You know that. And I do think he can come into Cleveland and play well, certainly. But I don't think his ceiling is at the same level either. And I just look at it, listen, in 2018, the biggest thing I would have a concern with Josh Rosen, okay, is just he is slightly unathletic for 2018 quarterbacks. Now, it's not a deal breaker, okay? But John Dorsey, too, is he your kind of guy, Josh Rosen, too? That's what what I think plays into this, right? Been hurt, too. Uh, Allen, again, too, that I just want to second that thought that Matt Miller said is that would be a big thing for me. I mean, yes, when I watched film, there was little mechanical issues. Didn't see him at the Senior Bowl. I mean, he was the MVP of the Senior Bowl. Yeah. The Combine, he was extremely impressive. The Pro Day was, I thought, one of the most fun, impressive Pro Days I ever watched. I'm going to ask this then to yeah. my lead scout. If I end up going with Allen here, are you, are you going to be able to stand by this? To save my job, I will, but <laughs> I will remind you when we're fired that we pass on So you on think Josh that this Rosen. could go bad? I do. But mm. does Rosen want to play for us? That's that would be my biggest. Adam fear. Schefter came out and said he doesn't want to play in Cleveland. Fuck that guy. If you don't want to play for us, we don't want Listen, to. We don't bring the news in here. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make a decision. Mm-hmm. John Dorsey, um, and and I definitely think that we got to go hard or go home. And I do love Josh Rosen. I really yeah. love Josh Rosen. But I have two of my lead guys here. I'm gonna have to go with Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, Josh Allen the pick, and, and like I, we all and do. And the like Cleveland Josh Browns select I, Josh Allen. I like all of these guys. This is the thing Hold I on. hate about this. Hold but, on. Wait, can I just say one more thing too? Not even about it, but this is to me like, we're, can we get out of draft mode for a second? Yes. This, I, I'm just, I am so excited for Cleveland right now. I mean, I just don't understand. Like B- B- John Dorsey. Okay, he was the director of college scouting for the Green Bay Packers. What does Green Bay never do in free agency? Trade. Spin. Or signed. Yeah. So you're basically the GM and you built through the draft for the Green Bay Packers from 2000, what, a one to 2011. Yep. And decade. what do they do? NFC championships, Super Bowl appearances. Here he's Some got guy named Aaron four Rogers. picks in the top 37. And you got one of the most perfect GMs, I think, in football to build this. Oh, team. I'm, and his I'm support a firm staff. Right. Right. His support right. staff is phenomenal. Yeah, and I'm also going to say this. I'm a firm believer. I don't think it's going to be really hard to replicate the talent on Jacksonville. But in two years, yeah. Cleveland could be a very big problem. All right. Problem. So that was Cleveland. Now, I'd like to take you the to G-Man. the New York this Giants. Easy. The New York Giants and Dave Gettleman. <laughs> Hello. Wait, you have to speak in a I'd, Boston accent. I'd like to welcome you to the Wellington Mara draft room. <laughs> if you go over to the corner, we have a cucumber oh, water. Man. Uh, look, we've been sitting here. We have Eli Manning, okay? We have Eli Manning. Uh, Christopher. Yes. Your father was a legend for us. Right. Josh Allen's off the board. Who should we pick at number two? (sighs) I'll say this. Quarterback, we know it's a need somewhere down in the future for us, for our franchise. I don't have anybody on my board at this point that I can just say, I'm totally... 100% 
100% slam dunk. This guy is going to work and be successful in the NFL. I don't know if that guy exists this year in the quarterback class, including okay. the guy that was just picked the number one. So I have questions about all these quarterbacks, Dave Edelman. So you're going to have to be the one that's going to quite have to figure out if you feel comfortable about them. But they all have. Want? But I think what I want for this team, when I look at it, it's Saquon Barkley in all the way. Saquon He's Barkley. A special kid. He's special. He's the best player in the draft. We know that. Yes, do running backs have the longest shelf lives in the world? No, but who the hell cares? He's going to be on a Ricky salary cap wage. That that day is over. It doesn't matter anymore. Yep. Who cares? I think he's going to be better in the NFL than college because of what he can do in the pass game. Wow. And, of course, Shermer, the way he can build an offense with running game between the tackles, pass game with the backfield, uh, with the backs out of the backfield, you have a special guy where you could have Saquon Barkley can truly be the most explosive offensive player mm. in the NFL next to Odell Beckham Jr., who is right now next year to me. And if we get a Saquon, we have a chance to be in the Super Bowl conversation oh. here in the te- at the end of Eli Manning's career. My, my, my nipples got hard. Miller. <laughs> yeah, they should. Uh, I can't disagree with anything that, that Chris just said. Saquon Barkley is not only the best player in this draft, he's one of the best players I've ever evaluated. I would put him up there with Von Miller, Patrick Peterson, Andrew Luck, and I don't give a damn about position of value because like Chris brought up, rookie wage scale means that it doesn't matter anymore. If we believe that Eli Manning has a little bit of a window left, let's give him the support. We already signed Nate Solder. We have great wide receivers, not only in Odo Beckham, but Evan Ingram had a great year last year. Sterling Shepard is an up-and-coming player. We've proven we can find receivers outside of the first round. Go get a dynamic playmaker who, let's, let's look at how important Todd Gurley was to Jared Goff or Ezekiel Elliott was to Dak Prescott, Leonard Fournette to, to Blake Bortles, and the guy you drafted last year, Christian McCaffrey in Carolina. Right. Barkley is better than all of them because off the, off the field, he's the man. This kid's a Boy Scout. On the field, he's Marshall Falk. Yes. Do you want to be the guy who passes Chris, on Marshall Falk? Right. If Christian McCaffrey can go what number what? Eight. eight, eight. Then yeah. this guy can go negative eight. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, how good he Connor. is. Connor. I'm of the understanding that we're not looking to go for a quarterback right now, but I will take a little different route than both of these guys and say we should take Bradley Chubb with this pick. Ooh. And here's my reasoning. I think on a grade scale, yes, Barkley is a slightly graded, you know, better graded player than Chubb. I like the tier two running backs in this class that we will have the opportunity to take at 34 or trade back into the first round to get. Those guys are Sony Michelle, Darius Geis. Those players can be plug and play high impact running backs. And I can also get the far and away best pass rusher in this draft at number two. And I would rather have Saquon Barkley and Sam Hubbard than Bradley Chubb and Darius Geis. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that's that's going to be the decision, Gettleman, because there is going to be some guys that I think are some decent pass rushers, edge guys there available in round two, too. You know, I like the kid from Rutgers. Yeah, uh, to Ray. Yeah. I was, I was, look, look, when I came to the NFC East, I did some research. I looked at the Cowboys and I saw what they did with Zeke and I went, wow, they could have had a Ramsey and, you know, another running back later, like a Derrick Henry. So I have thought about this before. Derrick Henry sucks. Though. Now, I, I know that Zeke and Saquon and, and I am having issues with Odell, and Saquon's a very clean face of the franchise. And I'm a little bit worried about Odell, but what do you think about what my lead scout's saying right here about Bradley I Chubb? I don't think you're wrong by going Bradley Chubb. I don't. I mean, Bradley Chubb is going to be the starting defense end for the New York Giants for the next 10 to 12 years what and probably you, go to a few Pro Bowls. Him and, him and Olivier we, Vernon. He how, fits what, in the system. Yes. Oh yeah, can he's going to be their the Chandler su- Jones. You said that I yep. go to the Super Bowl with Saquon. Can I go to the Super Bowl with Bradley Chubb? Uh Yes, I just don't know if he can necessarily make the difference in a game on a week-to-week basis like a Saquon Barkley. Barkley, for me, again, Chubb is special. He's not Khalil Mack or Jadeveon Clowney or Miles Garrett special. Saquon Barkley is special, and I would say 
other than Adrian Peterson, I've never seen anybody this special. Would you rather have the best running back in the NFL or the 12th best pass rusher? That's that's where I think I'd go into. With those points, Connor, what do you think? I'll stand my ground. I look at the running back position a lot differently than most people. And I, I have super high grades on both Sony Michelle and Darius guys. And I feel like I could be proactive enough to go back and get them. If I fear they're not going to slide to 34, mm. I would take what I consider a premium player at a more premium position. I love our corners and I feel like they would give those guys enough time to get up, you know, uphill and right. get to the quarterback between Vernon, mm. between Chubb, Janoris locking it down. I would go defense here, but I get the argument for a generational running back. Yeah, I'll say this. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're for not going to no. be wrong. Here. For a, great. For a long time, when I went down the Panthers, I like a few things. I like power runners, and I like big people on the D-line. Charles Johnson's, the guys like that that mush it up. I don't know if I need the rush end as much. Connor, I hate to do this to you it's again. okay. But I, I'm going to go with a generational Saquon Barkley. All right. Yes. Can and we let Connor make? Can you? For his own <laughs> no, team I love that Connor's <laughs> going different. But I just you can you talk in Gettleman's accent? I don't even know what it is. It's Boston. It's, it's like the thickest Boston like, I've ever when heard. When I hand him this cod, it's going to yeah. be for, yes. uh, for the Saquon. Some hag mallies. Now, obviously, hag-mallies. like if Saquon yeah. goes to the Giants, you're not upset. No. How could you, listen? This guy is going to be a 1,300 yard, maybe 2,000 all-purpose yard player. You cannot hate that. I'm just looking long term picture. In a nerdy, nerdy strategy. Yeah. I think for me, if I was Gettleman and I heard all of your arguments and I heard that Chubb was, could be a Miles Garrett, Von Miller, Jadevian, then I think that the gap's there. Totally. But Saquon, to me, the gap between him and everybody else is so big that it's hard. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, this one is going to mean a lot to Connor. So because of that, I'm going to let Connor go first. Yes. But, but let me take yeah. you into the war room of Mike McCagnan and the New York Jets. We've got quarterbacks. They're available. Big ones, small ones, fast ones, smart ones. It's the New York Jets. Mike McCagnan here. I like to get a little crazy, and I'm going to go to my scout, Connor. Connor, what are we doing? <laughs> Who thought we would be sitting in this position with Sam Darnold? Josh Rosen yes. and Baker Mayfield. Oh, as a, as, oh my, out of character. I mean, as a Jets fan, this is incredible. This is incredible. It's almost too good where you don't want to decide, but I'm going to decide. Back to character. I'm going with Josh Rosen again. Mm-hmm. If I said it for Cleveland, I'm not going to. And I like Sam Darnold. I you like said Baker it for Cleveland. Mayfield. You went into their war room? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I blew it. Um, when you look at Rosen, also, the one problem we had with Cleveland was he didn't want to be there. Yeah. This guy wants to be in New York and will thrive in New York. This is just a no-brainer to me. I Chris has said this. I and Matt has said this. I'm a little scared and hesitant, especially after watching behind Baker, the Baker Mayfield experiment in New York. You mm-hmm. think? I, I'm with you. I <laughs> and, mean, yeah. And Darnold to me has the highest floor amongst the three. Yes. But Rosen is an impact guy now. I Jeremy Bates, pairing him with Jeremy Bates, this is his Jay Cutler that can be. I think will work better right. as a tandem. So. Now, you know Jeremy Bates, so I'm yes. going to kind of skip to you really right. quick. What do, you, do you think our OC is going to like him? Well, I think our OC Sorry, is man. going to like him, certainly. The, the other guy I look at, like, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, they certainly do 
fit the system as well. I mean, he might want to move the quarterback a little bit, right? And that's where Darnold and Baker Mayfield are going to have a little more of an advantage uh, over Josh Rosen, right? With those kind of things. But it's not enough. Who's of your the, pick? It's not enough of an advantage for me to change my pick and not go Josh Rosen. I'm still going Josh Rosen. You're going I think, Josh Rosen. I too. think he's the right thing. This team, this roster, is not as bad as everybody out in the world thinks it is. We're kind of close. Todd Bowles, our coach. I mean. Come on, we're going to defense was clicking. Last yeah. Year, and man. we don't want to screw him over with a, a project type quarterback. Yeah. So to me, Josh Rosen is the guy that's ready to go right now. He can execute the offense. Uh, he certainly will not be enamored with the bright lights. Right. And I'm sorry. Again, Sam Darnold. There's things I like. Certainly Baker Mayfield. I can't do Baker Mayfield in the top five. Everybody. I'm sorry. As much as I like him, he's six one and, he, and he ran right? Right. Horns, and he ran baby. a four, eight, four. <laughs> And it's just hard for me, as much as I like him, to pick him at number three. So Matt I can't Miller, get over that. I'm are sorry. Are you going to give us our first consensus? I am not because wow. I, I like Josh Rosen, yeah. but I'm not going to draft a quarterback who's been hurt the last three years and who who's our owner, Mike McCagnan? Who Woody. owns the what? Woody who does Johnson. he work for right now? Uh, Trump. What did that hat say that Rosen wore on the golf course? That's a really oh, good point. Wow. No way. I'm not giving this kid wow, my money. That's a really good point. No way. Sam Darnold's the Mac pick. Miller. That's why I do this for a living, Chris. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point, though. No, I, I like Rosen. Connor knows. We talked about it politics for, for a draft evals for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, but that's I know, not but I know wow. with our owner, that's There's not no realistic. way we draft now Josh I'm Rosen. Suddenly no worried about my way. job security. No way. <laughs> so yeah. you're gonna go? You Sam think Darnold? he's gonna wear a fuck Trump hat on the golf course when he works for Woody Johnson? Man, all right, now hold on, guys. Let's take in this new information. Yeah, you're shaking your head. Does this change? Well, that's like, like if if like if we're in the war room and Woody's like. What do you think? Well, I, I hope our, the UK. Like, well, hey. I, I hope our owner would just let football people make the football decisions. So let and, me ask you this: If politics weren't a part, who would you take? I would still take Darnold, just because Rosen's been hurt so much. Okay. What are you guys worried about? I his love injury? them both. I mean, forgetting I, the politics, are you worried about uh, Rosen's injury? I am not because I think we will surround him with better talent, especially long-term protection. D- don't forget, we don't have to throw him into the fire right away with Josh McCown. I don't know what you're going to get what we're going to get from Teddy Bridgewater. But I feel comfortable right. with the insurance that we spent money on. Where if our offensive line is not what we hoped it to be this year, we don't have to throw him out there right away. Mm. I mean, and you did draft Christian Hackenberg, Mike, so we have that option too. Yeah, we're going to forget about that. I would suggest, Mike, that you forget about that one and just move yeah. on from it. Petty, though? But well, pe- no, move on from all. <laughs> no, I was no but my concern with Rosen, I think the the thing you have to get over with, yes, are you comfortable with Rosen as far as his athleticism to get out of harm's way at times? That's an issue for me. Don't you think so, with Bates' offense, you do need some mobility? I, you definitely do. Yeah. It does, and I do think he is a hair better athlete, Josh Rosen, than we've given him credit for. But he's certainly yeah. not the athlete Darnold or Baker Mayfield are. All right, so from what it sounds like, it sounds like if Rosen didn't have injury issues, you'd like this a little bit more. Yeah, but he has this thing. If my aunt had, she'd be my if uncle. If my aunt had balls, she'd, she'd be, be my, my uncle. Yes. Right. Balls is the correct yeah, phrase. I don't know if I can say that on your <laughs> podcast. I know I can say it on mine. So. <laughs> and clean out. Uh, all right, so. What are you two giggling about back there? Uh, I'm going to say that while I am concerned about Woody Johnson, coming down with an iron fist and going, are you kidding me? I also think that someone's actions at that time, I don't think it's going to continue in the NFL. I've heard a lot of interviews, including one of the Sims left go podcast where he sounds like a good guy. Josh <laughs> Rosen. Um, the injury thing 
is is tough for me. What were the injuries? Uh, shoulder and concussions. Yeah. Important for quarterbacks. You know, your throwing arm in your brain. Four documented Dark. concussions. I believe two are legit, and then two how, are very how, challengeable. How upset would you guys be if I took Sam Darnold here? I would, not, yeah, I wouldn't be upset. I'm I don't not going to be upset. No, right. I'm because I'm comfortable with the floor of the player. And we're but, getting fired if you miss anyway, so we might as well. Hey, yeah. You are missing. And Sam Darnold. You're right. I've missed a lot of this quarterbacks. Is, this is where I think and people Sam Darnold's are, safer. He he's safer. This is where but this is where I I think people are missing out on Sam Darnold a little. Just food for thought, Mike McCagnan, okay? Please. It's it is a good situation for him to come into. Sam Darnold, for me, one of the things that I think people are missing is he's not ready to go right now. He's one of the yeah, youngest okay. quarterbacks. He's 20 years old. Right. He turned he's, the ball over 22 right. times. He's re- yep. we, on the so Sims we, of Left Call podcast, he talked about mechanical issues that he had yes. that he was fixing. So I understand. But there we is, have McCown and Teddy, so yes, he doesn't have he to. He doesn't have to, right. Exactly right. And I wouldn't depend on Teddy at all. I, no. Dude, erase so, Teddy from so the your question brain. is he's icing on the cake. They're both going to get time to chill. Who do I want to go to when the time is up? Yep. Who has a bigger ceiling? All of you right now. Josh Rosen. I think Darnold does. <laughs> I think, think Rosen's maxed out. I think the ceiling, yeah, I, I would I, go down. Da- I would go Darnold with the higher ceiling, wow. but I think that also, I think Rosen has the higher floor. Okay. If yeah, that makes I agree. Sense. Oh, without That's a what doubt. I would say Rosen's the most pro ready quarterback in the draft. He's ready, but Darnold, I mean, Darnold, if you told me wow. five years from now, he's Tony Romo ish or Brett Farvish, I'm not going to go, Oh, I'm shocked. But also, like I told you, if he comes, becomes Sean Hill five years from now, I'm also going to go, I'm not shocked. Yeah. yeah. That's my problem. Um, I'm going to say this. I didn't know about the four documented concussions. I'm a little bit worried about Woody. Uh, I wasn't expecting for you to kind of flip a little bit to Darnold right there. Well, I just said the high I, ceiling. I didn't I, flip. I, I just I, told I you know, the high ceiling. Just uh, give me honest answers, Mike. I'm going to go a little different here, and I'm I'm sorry again, Connor. Go <laughs> for three. I'm actually in your regional scout. Gonna, love you're you, right. Man. Your yeah. regional scouts get shit on no, all the time. You're an investigator. Yeah. You're not a scout. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting to do this either, but I think I'm going to go Darnold. Yeah. It I makes sense. I get it, though. I think that this scenario could happen yeah. Thursday night, mm-hmm. and this that they great. would take Darnold. I was totally going to pick Rosen. <laughs> I'm switching it to Darnold. Man, I, that's a lot of dot connecting that we just did, but it's something that the Jets have to think about because they are all fired if they miss on this pick. And you can't, in my my opinion, you can't draft Baker Mayfield because if he fails, you're going to get called out for you just of drafted course. Johnny Manziel. Yes. And you can't miss on Josh Rosen because you're going to get called out for the political stuff. Exactly. If you Sam miss on Darnold, Darnold, if it misses, as, only, yeah. only like the Sims of the world. Where did you have Darnold ranked in your top five? Uh, five. So you guys both like wow. you guys would be like told you so. But I feel like you guys are in the minority. Right. Yeah, we oh, are have yeah. on the entire board of the top five. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have him at one among quarterbacks. Oh, you have a number one. Yeah. So you have a four. So Connor and Sims would be like, I told you he wasn't going to be that good. Miller, like, I would say that's the consensus is that Darnold's safe. And, like, you know, the way I do things, like, I have grades that go year to year. He's not graded out better than Goff or Wentz or Mariota. Right. I mean, he's just, he's okay. Yeah, I I don't think any of them are on that level of some of those guys either. Now we are going to quickly go back uh, to John Dorsey and the Browns at pick number four. All right. I didn't have the first pick figured out. <laughs> I definitely don't have the fourth pick figured out. We went Josh Allen at one. We got a quarterback off the board, Saquon. I'm a little bit taking breaths. Maybe Bradley Chubb. I'm going to go to my scout again because I'm feeling a little guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like? For I'm fuming from our first overall pick, so you probably disagree with me again. Yes. Bradley Chubb's the no-brainer here. Okay. You have a pass rush tandem of Miles Garrett and Bradley Chubb. We're going to figure out everything slowly on the back end. But up front right now, we could have a top five front seven yeah. in football when all said and done at the end of 2018. Mm. We got our quarterback. 
we're good there. Yeah. We got skill players around him yeah. and an offensive line. BPA and kind of a need still. What's wrong with having two pass rushers? This is a no-brainer at number four. This should be the easiest pick that we've ever made. It should be Bradley Chubb. He's the best player on the board. I do think that he's, uh, I heard earlier uh, from another war room, he's not on par with Cleo Mack and Javion Clowney. I agree. I think he's on par with Joey Bosa, though. So if we could have our Mm -hmm. own Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, but better, let's do it. Oh, that's slam sounds, dunk, slam dunk. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the safest picks in the whole draft, without a doubt. And so, not a Quentin Nelson, not a Minka Fitzpatrick. We're no, going, no, no, we traded line's for Demar- good, and we spent money on yeah. the offensive line last yeah. year in free agency. We're good there. You we're traded right. for no, Demarius no, Randall. No, the Derwin right. Jameses, no, or the cornerbacks. No, no. This is the best guy. No, there's corners. They need a corner yeah. certainly, but not a number four. And I can't her, do that. And right. the corners are deep in this draft, and we have like 17 picks in the first two rounds. Exactly. And there's no left tackle to draft here. That would be the only other pick. Yeah, no replacement for. Joe Thomas no. here. We're not going to go for a super reach to McGlinchey. No, no, no. He's a right tackle anyway. All right. So, yes, I think it's Chubb all the way. So if Alan we don't make this Chubb. pick, I quit. You have a Chubb for Chubb. If that's the case, I need to save <laughs> yeah. money on revenue. <laughs> right. I'm fine. Yeah. All right. Bradley Chubb is the pick at number four. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. All right. Let us go number five. Uh, it is the Denver Broncos and John Elway. What's up, bros? It's me, J. Dot. Yeah, coolest GM in the entire NFL. I draft who I want. No one gives me flack about Paxton Lynch because I'm a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Hey, Simsy, who do you like for us at number five? You know, I don't like quarterback at number five. Let's just start right there. First of all, you haven't been that good at pulling the trigger, and I don't think you'll have the guts to pull one again <laughs> okay. and actually be wrong. So I don't even think you're going to entertain that, John. Okay. okay. I don't think that that's my honest evaluation of John. That's really, truly. I don't think he'll have the guts to even pick a quarterback I'm again. literally right here. But uh, fuck you then, John. So yeah. we go okay. I'll keep but you I guys like separated. You. I like you regardless. But um, to me, if I'm going to go with anything here, the Denver Broncos, the value for me, it's Quentin Nelson guard here. Okay. Yes, this is a team that is still got question marks on the offensive line. Yes, I know there's Ronald Leary and the Menelik Watsons. Ronald Leary was not as impressive last year. He's been hurt a number of times throughout we the last few years. We invested in it with Garrett Bowles last year, too, so we I can know. have a nice little young core. Without a doubt. Okay. And I just feel like we're a team in general, too, that's just not real big. And this guy is going to give us a little size and physicality. And we haven't had a run game really since the year we won the Super Bowl. And it really wasn't even that great that year. Miller, so, what do you think? Yes. I think it's Quentin Nelson all the way. It's a guy compared to Steve Hutchinson. I think he's a, a plug-and-play, all-pro caliber left guard. You, We signed Case Keenum. We don't have a great running back, but we can manufacture yardage with our scheme. And we can't miss again because you won a Super Bowl, but none of us did. Mm. So you can't fuck us by drafting a quarterback that after, that might want to play video games instead of learning the playbook again, Paxton yeah. Lynch. Connor. So let's go safe, best player available. I agree with these guys. And, and You're going Quentin Nelson, too. I'm going Quentin Nelson. Here's, right. here's the point this I want great. to hammer home. We just gave Case Keenum a lot of money. Yeah, not long term. Yeah. Guess what? Case Keenum had a top 10 run game in Minnesota yeah, last year. that's right. And if you want your investment to succeed, you better give him a chance to have a top 10 run game again. There's an easy answer in this draft to get that. It's Quentin Nelson. Right. This is a almost another no-brainer. I get the argument for quarterbacks, but Case Keenum is in place there. He's shown he can win. Mm. Take the guard that I think is an all-pro. Yeah. Hold on. I knew you were about to do that. I was just about to say. So are we going to Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Hello. Yes, this is John. Two for one. You're going to give us two for one. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. I'm going to take it. <laughs> you traded with Buffalo? 
No, that was a Luigi's Pizza. They're yeah. going us two for yeah. one. So. I got some pizzas coming to celebrate Quentin Nelson coming to the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Boo. I, I love this kid. I love Quentin Nelson. Yeah. I love you, Quentin Nelson. Uh, all I know is when he came to Bleacher Report and when he was in the green room with Roquan Smith and Derwin James, he walked out for a second and Roquan and Derwin looked at me and were like, yo, that dude is effing enormous. And no, I was he like, is. and what's funny is, is like you meet offensive linemen. Like when I met Donald Penn, yeah. I was like, you're big, but you're not as big as I thought you were going right. to be. Quentin Nelson is, is just, house. it's like a cinder block with legs. It is. And, and he loves it. He breeds it. And like, he's a Jersey meathead. Yeah. Yes. He's and perfect. he's a, he's a total Jersey. Yes. Meathead. He's perfect guard. I knew you were going to get upset if I did a phone ring. <laughs> <It's so laughs> well, listen, let's just have that conversation though. That's good. That is, this is going to be one of the, like, uh, you know, marking points of the draft, right? For you guys, I mean, totally. to me, at this pick, at number five. The Bills five, could come up. The Dolphins could right. come up. But the thing I hear with the Bills is they're only going to come up if it's Josh Allen. That's the thing Same I, here. I've been and told. I, so, And he's not here. So He's not here in our draft. I yes. don't buy the Cardinals talk, but... I, that's one thing I would actually do. John, are you still John Elway? Yes, yes, okay, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, What's up, bro? Steve Young was better, A. And B, uh, so I, I wouldn't oh, trade I back. I, I wouldn't want to trade back, but if it were Arizona, I think the Cardinals are going to be so bad next year that, okay, trading from 5 to 15 sucks, but next year's one from Arizona might be a top five Ooh, pick. That's right. interesting. Well, and, it's I mean, a new coach. You, you honestly, we just talked about Nelson. If the Broncos trade back to 15, I mean, the kid Hernandez is well, not. Hernandez, her, yeah. I think is a phenomenal guard. He's he's like if any other draft class, he is going to be one of the first. He's going to be the first guard off the board. It's just he just got a super freak so in Nelson. Think there's in front more of him. value that I'm just draft, I'm just throwing it out there. You gotcha. just, yeah. I'm throwing it out there to you. Jim. Or our, our guy Connor Williams could play guard. No doubt. I just so. I don't value Connor quite as high as that. Yeah. But you're right. Hernandez in the second round, still... I think Connor is more value. But maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I mean, maybe right. we haven't. I don't know if I said this at the top of the show. But. If you are listening on Stick to Football at the end of this, now that we're five picks in, uh, we are going to do draft on draft. So that will only be for stick to football it's a staple of their show so sims and lefko listeners go over there if you're listening to sims and lefko you're going to get an interview with derwin james so stick to football guys if you want to come and check that out i know he's been on your show i'm going to mess with him i don't know what i'm going to do yet but i'm gonna get this kid so good he's such a good guest though you should listen twice yeah Ooh, oh one of, one of our favorite players we've talked to yeah he really was he's derwin james is going in the top 12 I can just tell yeah, you. I've heard it. I just have heard it from too many of my friends throughout the top 12 who are going, they're all pondering Derwin James. Mm. So to me, that just tells if it's you. it's not Tampa, I think it's Miami. I, it could be Miami. Yeah. I mean, you, you can make a case for Tampa. Uh, I think you can make a case of the Giants trade out of the pick. Yeah. They could do that because I just look at James Betcher, D coordinator, Arizona. Who was his yeah. middle linebacker? Dayon Buchanan. Derwin James can be that kind of guy. I just yeah, think that makes sense. Uh, there's a few teams there. Niners, Bears. Yeah, the Niners certainly too. Right, they all can yeah. do it. Let's go to the uh, the middle of the country. This Indianapolis. is this is an amazing. I'm really intrigued what you guys are going to say here. Six pick God's in the country. draft. It is Chris Ballard and the Colts. Here's the deal, guys. I'm trying to win, and I don't know if Andrew Luck is healthy. I have literally holes at every single position of my team. And yet, I'm Chris frickin' Ballard. And people think I'm going to turn this around. Where do I go? Mission impossible. Miller, I'm going to start with you here. How do we turn this around for the Colts? I think we started that process last year. Chris, you're one of the best evaluators in the NFL. Thank you, thank you. Thank we have a great team here in this front office. I think we got to keep building a strength. We took Malik Hooker yes. last year. We took Quincy Wilson. 
Let's go get Denzel Ward and finish this thing with a fast, feisty guy at the line of scrimmage. Awesome instincts. And in the division that we're in, I think we can dominate if we can win with the secondary. We got a lot of picks in the second round. We can get a pass rusher. We can get a running back. We're not going to be able to find a corner like Denzel Ward in the second round. What do you think, Connor? I love where our college director's head's at, but I'm going to stay defense, but I don't want a corner. I want Roquan Smith. This is, to me, a top seven talent in this draft. We we have holes everywhere. Get the best guy. This is one of the best linebackers in college I have ever seen, the way he can take over the game in coverage against the run, sideline to sideline, and as a blitzer and as a leader. This one, listen, are people going to be surprised? Yeah, but we're going to laugh at them in three years when this guy's a top two linebacker in the NFL. And Sims. Wow, I like the thoughts of all those guys. I don't think we can be wrong with any of them, really. I don't. Are you siding with one of them? Well, I'm not going to side with either one of them, actually. Who are you going with? You know, I like Denzel Ward. He's not my favorite corner in the draft, so I think it's a little high to pick him at six for me. Okay, Roquan, I can understand. Don't argue. I need to know Okay, thank you, Chris. Shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) uh, I I literally explained the rules in the beginning. I said, just tell me who you want, and we'll argue later. I want Marcus Davenport. Marcus oh, Davenport, wow. yes. pass yes. rusher from Texas San Antonio. Uh, yes, yes. And, uh, and I am obviously here in the minority here with this. Let me hear why. But to me, listen, this is a team that needs different makers right now. There's no, we, Most people can't even name a person on the front seven of the Indianapolis Colts. Sure. They definitely have needs at the in the secondary, at the corner position, linebacker too as well. But I just look at the defensive line going, damn, we haven't had a pass rusher since Mathis and Freeney. We don't have anybody that anybody's ever been scared of. Davenport, even though I don't sit here and go, he's a definite superstar a lot like Bradley Chubb I go he's going to be your 10-year starter off the edge of the defense there's not a lot of people on planet earth that are 265 pounds and ran four five and can play with the physicality he's not perfect I get that like the bend all that I wish it was a little bit more but man I think he's a freak off the edge and he can be extremely disruptive so this is our first time that we've had three separate ones we have to eliminate one of them Miller if you had to eliminate one of the other people, who would you eliminate? I would eliminate Davenport. I think he's a reach here. Uh, he is an upside player. I mean, he has, you look at his combine numbers, they match Jadevian Clowney. So he has special. That's pretty good. I think we need right now, though, and I, I feel like he's a year away. We saw it at the Senior Bowl, day one, day two. He was overwhelmed by average guys. He did turn it on a little bit day three, but by then he may have memorized the snap count. So, Sims, who would you eliminate? Well, you can't eliminate your own guy. No, no, no. no. But would you say would you eliminate Denzel Ward or Roquan Smith? Ooh, I would. I would probably eliminate Denzel Ward. Okay. Yes. And then Connor, who would you eliminate? I would eliminate Davenport because I'm scared of the miss potential here. Okay. On my on my regional write up, I wrote that this guy reminds me a lot of Carlos Dunlap, which is a nice player, not a player I want to take in the top ten. And uh, if your player is eliminated, Sims, yeah, that's okay. What do you think? What do you think about oh, what you're hearing about I, the next? I mean, I don't think really the need there, it, it matches both guys. Like, we have yeah. a strong need there, definitely. We got no corners. I mean, nobody even knows the name of our corners well, in the world. It's mission impossible. I know. We need everything. Middle linebacker position. Listen, it's not a strong group. We're not desperate. For me, we just I, say I know. Good. I would favor Roquan Smith. I would, yes. If you just gave me my opinion out of those okay. two guys there, I like Denzel Ward. Don't get me wrong. But Roquan, I do think, is got some physical traits that are special. His explosion, his acceleration, sideline to sideline. Yeah. This day and age in the league in the NFL. I, I want to ask special. you all this question because we keep bringing up later picks. Colts got some picks coming up Brand a little two. bit later. A lot of them. A lot of picks. They got three picks, I believe, in the second. We have three picks in the second round. Is it more likely that we could find 
a linebacker like Roquan in the second round, a corner like Denzel, or a pass rusher like Davenport. Ooh. What's most likely? Well, I think least the likely. corner depth is I really good. I think the good corner is where you yep. can find. So yeah. then maybe we could find Denzel like, because we have so many holes that Mike we Hughes might be- is probably going to fall because of character, and I don't think the gap between he and Denzel Ward is that great. Right. right. Then no offense. No, I'm going I'll, to I'll bow my own guy. Out. Okay, that's cool. So then when it comes to a linebacker, stop saying no offense. Be a GM and yeah. grow You're some right. balls. Okay. Right. By the way, table. Here's my question though. Your watch annoys me. If we're going to talk middle linebacker, we have to talk about Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he's special. Yeah, but we can't bring up this I mean, second guy. If, if we're going to eliminate down to a position, I just think his name should be All thrown right, out there. So what do, what do you think, though? Roquan or, or Davenport? Who are we more likely to find in the second round? I, I think Davenport's just such a project. Okay. I, I'll say this. You won't find a, a pass rusher really worth much in this draft outside of round one. I, I, I agree. Agree. Your, your slim is, pickings. Once we get out of the, one, the, I think all the really well, legitimate pass rushers are going to be gone by like 45. Unless we're going like, to take a chance on like Arden Key. Right. Yeah, which it's is a terrifying. It's just me. a big roll of the dice. Yeah, I will I, say this. Davenport oh, could be Alden Smith with no off field. My That's last point, though, is that, and this is my personal opinion. He reminded me of Demarcus Ware. I'm just yep. going to throw you out there. That was the guy I kind of wrote up. Ro- Roquan Smith to yeah. me is special. Yeah, there are a handful of blue chippers in this class, and he fits the bill. Yeah. I, and I want the special player. I, I don't, I, he's higher on Roquan than me. I'll say this. I'm just going to tell you from. You know, Chris, I'm going to give you the information to people I talk to around the league. Please. Listen, there's some people that think Roquan's certainly one of the best players in this draft. Yes, Without a doubt. There is, yes. And these I, are two I positions. I only question Roquan Smith in pass coverage. That is my only issue with him. I do think he is so a little guys, tight you, with you hips and things like that. You guys are selling me a little bit on linebacker. Roquan it's, it's a Tremaine. bad draft in both of both these positions suck in this draft is mm. the problem. Because I'm not taking a linebacker outside of the draft. I'm paying you $5 million. You figure it out, man. All right. Well, I mean, Ursay gave you the whole thing of cash and bag of pills, bag of pills. <laughs> you were gonna say it too <laughs> i was i was going right there <laughs> all right i think because i have so many picks and because this is the rebuilding of the team i'm gonna lean on my scout here i'm gonna go roquan smith Good. i'm gonna take a guy in the middle that i know what he's going to be yeah and i'm gonna take a lock marcus davenport i think is a good player yeah but i i want to hit and while he could be alden smith he i don't know if he could be Dion jordan you know what i mean i don't know how it's gonna go here I'm going to go Roquan Smith. Right. All right, so the draft we have right now, we have Josh Allen going one, Saquon going two, Darnold going three. Four, we have Bradley Chubb. Right. Five, we have Quentin Nelson. Six, we have Roquan Smith. So some of those blue chippers are kind of coming off. Yeah. This, I, I could see. Quarterback oh, this could definitely happen this way. No, yeah. yeah. Quarterback sliding. In fact, in, quarterback sliding. So Baker Mayfield. Darnold or uh, Josh Rosen. Uh, Rosen. Those would be the two that are going to fall. If people, the quarterbacks fall, it's going to be those two. You're right. You're right. For my money. Now we will take you down to Tampa Bay and Jason Light. And the house that Chris Sims built. With the Buccaneers. (laughs) With his 12 career starts. (laughs) I'm Jason Light. And I love pirates. And I patches and parrots on my shoulder. Welcome to the Bucks, Yo ho, yo ho, the pirate's life for me. Former quarterback Chris Sims and now my director of pro personnel. <laughs> Who do you like for the Bucks at seven with all the guys that are still left on the board? Well, listen, there were a team, again, that we certainly have holes on our roster, yes. right? I mean, O-line, yes, is certainly in hole. You know, defense end was going to be a hole going into free agency. It's not any longer. 
So I will say that to you first, Jason. Vinny Curry, JPP. We've got them on the football team right now, so we are not desperate. To me, the number one issue with our football team is secondary. That is an issue for us. We have I one watched of the, worst the games last defenses. year and right. people threw all over us. Exactly right. And we need a player that I believe that can just come in here and play and be professional and really a can't-miss prospect. I want you to take uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay. That's the guy for me. Minka Fitzpatrick, yes, you're going to watch the film and go, ooh, what position is he I exactly? I can't watch the film. i got to make a decision. Okay, either so. way, he's going to be one of the three best sa- free safeties in football for me right away with other value along with it. And he's the kind of guy for a team that needs multiple secondary players really through in this draft. He can do multiple things according to the week, according to the matchup, according to the team he's playing, according to the injury status of guys that are secondary. If there was a week and we said, damn, our nickel guys hurt. We need Minka to play nickel. He's going to be able to do it at a high level. Our starting corners hurt. Yeah, we don't want him to be the corner all year long. We do play the Saints and Falcons. But he can play that position and still be successful. So I go Minka. I'm interested to hear what you guys say. Miller, where are you going? Yeah, I've been saying for months that safety is the biggest need for Tampa Bay. I mean, Chris Conti is a starter for Christ's sake. So you have to do something here. I think Derwin James is an interesting name to talk Definitely. about because of the athleticism. And I, I happen to think it's Derwin's between a them strong too. safety yeah. who can shut down the run game. We have to deal with Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, right. Christian McCaffrey, maybe, eventually. Right. But I think it's Minka Fitzpatrick. He's oh, you're char- going Minka. I am. His okay. character grade is off the charts high. We need that. We need a leader on this defense in the secondary. That doesn't eat their fingers. Right. Or blow them up with fireworks. Yeah. So get <laughs> oh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Man. I got both of them. You're yeah. right. It's I, an interesting team. Plug in and play. I think he can, like Chris said, according to what your matchup is that week, he can be a Jalen Ramsey or mm. he can be a Jamal Adams. Mm. You can move him around, get whatever matchup you want. And I think the miss factor with this guy is almost zero. And, and we have nice. not been great at drafting. You're right. And uh, Connor, where are you go here? Uh, I agree. With, I agree with these guys. I think this Minka is, also Minka Fitzpatrick. Ooh. This is all, this is one of those situations where an outstanding football player that's a need somehow fell into our lap. Very similar to what we saw with Jamal Adams with the Jets last year. Right now, when you go back to something that our director of pro players said, this is a guy that can play slot corner. This is a guy that can come downhill in the box. He can blitz. They didn't ask him to play single high a lot. He has the traits to play single high safety. We're we're, we're not a defense, uh, Jason, that really like is always living with the strong safety in the box, and that's the kind of system yeah. we run. So to me, Minka fits our system too, Jason. Are we worried Derwin's about awesome? I get that. Are we worried about maxed out potential? I hear that a lot about Nick Saban guys. Am I should I be worried? I don't about think that? so because I think that I actually think that tide has turned, and I think Nick has done a much better job of not overusing his players. And with Minka, he moved around physical athletes there than five years ago when it was all about, let's just get big guys and overpower teams. No, we've seen the last few years. They're getting the speed guys that we always were kind of like, man, they don't have those guys. So I I don't worry about the bus. I watched the kids since high school too, Jason. I saw him have a pick six to win the state championship against Jabril Peppers and Francis Catholic. It's a little bit of bias. Derwin's awesome. Right. Derwin scares me for the scenario you said, like you got the backs coming out of the backfield. Derwin's going to be awesome as a strong safety in the run game, but man, Derwin would scare yeah. me one-on-one with Kamara or Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. And, and Derwin scares yes. me. I don't know. If, I'm sure you all watched the Florida state game against Louisville when Derwin did not want to take a clean angle and hit Lamar Jackson. Well, no, he was going to play it safe to make sure he yeah. didn't miss him every time. Right. I agree with we you. Gotta stop his Cam short Newton. area quickness is his biggest negative yep. for me. I think Mink is the dude. Connor, you like Minka? I love Minka. 
And that's it. That's With it. the seventh pick in the NFL draft, the Tampa Bay Bucks select Minka Fitzpatrick. Now let's go up to Chicago. With the eighth pick in the draft, Chicago. Ryan Pace and the McCaskies. Why are we doing the McCaskies? On this side, it's the McCaskies. On that side, it's the McCaskies. It's fighting for ownership of the Bears. <laughs> it's a franchise that has a long history of being one of the four faces of the, of the entire NFL. But now, with Matt Nagy and Trubisky, anything is possible. Big offseason, guys. I'm going to start off with my regional scout, Connor. Connor. Where should we go at eight? I'm a little disappointed with how this board fell. I, I thought agree. I thought we would get, you know, a premium, premium player to fall into our lap, but I still like Denzel Ward for us, the corner. I, I think we can use corner help. I think this guy can really mirror and match with any wide receiver, no matter the size. He is small. That's the knock on him, and it's very fair. But I got to see him on the road this year when Ohio State came to Rutgers and be on the sideline and stand near him. The arms are down to the ground. The athleticism is elite. I think this guy can actually be a true number one corner, and it's the thing we need. Miller. I think a true blue chip player did fall to us, and that's Tremaine Edmonds. We need linebacker help. We haven't had a good defense since Brian Urlacher was here. Let's go get the next Brian Urlacher in. A 19-year-old who's six foot five, 260 pounds, runs a 4-5 flat. We could put him on the edge. We can stack him at linebacker. He can cover tight ends up the seam. I love Denzel Ward. I worry about a 190-pound corner in our division holding up against some of the bigger guys that he's going to have to face. And just in the cold weather as well. I know he's from Ohio State, but that's a lot on a little body. He's probably a slot corner. I think we can get Isaiah Oliver at 35 when we come back around. You get more of a big physical corner. I want Tremaine Edmonds. Sims. I second that notion. I would go Tremaine Edmonds as well. Denzel Ward corner play certainly like crossed my mind here. Yes. And Denzel Ward, I like him again. He's not my favorite corner in the draft, too. So that's why I don't know necessarily like the value there. What about Tremaine? But Tremaine Edmonds to me, for all the reasons Matt Miller just talked about, yes, he is a perfect fit for the scheme. It's a 3-4 defense. He could be their Patrick Willis slash Brian Urlacher for Vic Fangio, who came from the 49ers and ran this similar scheme. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you know, the other thing you got to play and take into play, I mean, free agency. I mean, Kyle Fuller is a shutdown corner. It, not everybody, I think, has really realized that yet, but that name is going to be a household name. And they re-signed Prince of Mukamara. I don't think they're desperate at corner yet. Um, and I, like Miller said, I think they can maybe get some value there in the next round. Right. But Edmonds is a 3-4 middle linebacker if there's a negative to his game I wish he was a little bit more of a sledgehammer but like Miller said he's 19 years old yes and he hasn't even really scratched the surface he's still growing Connor I mean, you're the odd man out here what do you think about what you're hearing I, I mean I think the athleticism is off the charts for Edmonds and I do think the ceiling there is blue chip talent yeah. I, I do have some concerns on film and, and he's 19 but sometimes run fits he does look a yeah. little lost sometimes yeah. he'll take the wrong angle to the ball or hit the wrong gap and that leads to big plays yeah. so is this a guy we feel comfortable putting on the field next year that's up to our coaching staff I'm personally not 100% comfortable with it it's a projection pick. my question would be I've heard from other war rooms that they keep talking about you know there's it's real Quan and Tremaine, and those are the two linebackers, and there's a big drop-off before Rashad Evans and stuff, and we keep talking about the amount of corners in this draft. Is this for you, this is our one opportunity to get a guy and then maybe get a corner later, or is Denzel that much better in your mind that you need to get him now? I, I do think Denzel is a tier above a guy like an Isaiah Oliver, so yes, but also I will say the one guy I would like to target, and I don't think he makes it us in the second round, is Rashawn Evans at linebacker, so 
that is my concern. I think we might have to take the linebacker now and look to round two mm. at a, whether it's an Isaiah Oliver, Carlton Davis, does Mike Hughes slide? Mm. Jair Alexander, are people concerned about the injuries? Because he's a round one yep. player. Right. These are things that we got to monitor with this situation. Mm. Uh, I think what I'm going to go here at number eight, I'm going to go with the majority. Uh, it seems as though I'm looking at my board and there's not a lot of blue chippers left. And I think when the corners, there's just a lot of depth there. And I think maybe we can get one a little bit later. I don't know if we can get a 19-year-old freak linebacker no, like this. No, I think so where people miss the he value. He might not be ready right now, but if I'm taking a guy at number eight, yeah. I don't need him. I don't necessarily care that much about right now. I just want him to be amazing for his career. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna roll the dice a little bit on Tremaine. The, the value, I think, too, that maybe gets missed a little in Tremaine when you evaluate the college film, too, is Virginia Tech does a lot of stuff on defense. They slant the D-line this way, and the yeah. linebackers come that way. So it can look weird on film and be a hard eval. Like Connor made some of the points with their run fits and things like that. Like, yeah, there is some of that. But I do think some of that is created by their defensive scheme, too. But the other thing I think that where he's going to succeed more in the NFL than college, the length and the acceleration and athleticism to me in the pass game, he, yeah. my experience as a quarterback playing against the Urlachers and the Keith Bullocks of the world, when they're in the middle of the field and you go, damn, they're six, three or four and their arms look like they're a bald Eagle. Okay. And then they can run like they're a legit free, strong safety. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the bald Eagle it, one's great. It, Who it, wins in a fight, well, a bald Eagle or a bear? <laughs> well, I go with the bear, but <laughs> It's scary. It's scary as that is a thing where their ability to, oh, he's throwing there and let me just accelerate to the ball and create a collision or to throw around them. I always and, was like, and we Damn. play we play against Anthony Barr twice a year, so I kind of know. And that's my comparison for him. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Now let us go. This one is a special place in our director of college scouting America's and our director team. of player personnel. <laughs> let us now go uh, to a place that is many say. The future of the NFL. Right. Let's see if let's see if the Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, sorry. John Lynch. Jimmy Garoppolo. This is the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Matt Miller. Who would you like to crown with the ninth pick to join the future Super Bowl champions? Wait, let's just see if Kyle's Kyle. gonna listen to this podcast, okay? Let's just see if he listens, okay? Yeah. Because every now and then he'll listen. Kyle, I am calling you. After your first round pick tomorrow, live on Bleacher Report. I'm we did calling. it last year. We did it last year. It's I still don't think he, I actually don't think he still knows. Oh. Nobody told him. And I wasn't going to be like, hey, hey uh, guess what we did? You're live. Yeah, so, so join us on the draft. So join us. And we're going to call Kyle Nick Shanahan. Nine, we're going to call Kyle pick. Shanahan. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything he says, but uh, he might be on the phone. Yeah, just uh, watch Sims go, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, I love you. Uh, so where you I love him too. Uh, <laughs> Well, we kind of screwed ourselves here, boys, because uh, Roquan Smith and Tremaine Edmonds are off the board, and our middle linebacker is probably going to prison. So we're it in we're in a little trouble. Yep. I look at what's available. I think Denzel Ward is a great player, but not a fit for what we do schematically. Mm. I actually like our safeties uh, enough to get by. Jaquaski Tart really came into his own last year. I'm going to roll the dice here, though, and go Marcus Davenport. We need a Leo. Mm. We need someone who can get penetration can can bend the edge Solomon Thomas are the number three pick in the draft last year didn't have a great rookie season and I know he was a young guy that needs needs to learn but I think with Marcus Davenport we can get six to seven sacks this year in sub package and we can bring him along and make him man like I, I I heard someone say earlier he's an Alden Smith type player with no crazy off field he's not gonna so run you over want Caps me car. to go to my fan base and for like the fourth year in a row four out of five 
That's selected be a defensive tough one. Line I know right it's now. a hard sell. It really sell. is. Connor, call Connor. him a linebacker. Yeah, right. Don't you're right. He's Just an outside him. linebacker. Okay, he's an edge. Uh, I'm not going to make this any easier on you, but I'm going to go Harold Landry because mm-hmm. this is a player that I watched in 2016 and over summer, and I know Matt agrees with me, Yeah, said this is the best pass rusher in he the had class. 16 and a half sacks and seven forced fumbles in 2016. Absolutely dominant. Now, you talk to then people around him this year, he played hurt, yeah. and he looked hurt. He yeah. was not as good against the run nope. and was not as productive getting after the quarterback. Right. I think healthy, we get back to him being a double-digit sack player and a guy that fits exactly what we need after all the— He's we invested an ideal a lot left— but uh, Leo. I that's mean, exactly he right. Really is. He fits. All right, so we have Davenport and we have And Landry. I'm okay with Landry. I just want to put that out there. Okay. I'm okay with that too. Sims. I'm okay with both too. I'm okay with both. I mean, I didn't expect I didn't expect Davenport to be on the board here either, and maybe my evaluation was wrong, but this is definitely a positional a position of need. I mean, for our football. And is team. that you're going to go in that well, direction? Well, hold on, I'm talking this out in my brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Give you can. Time. I do think you can sell us to the fan base, John, by saying we spent money on offense. We got you, Jimmy Garoppolo. We brought in uh, I said uh, Jarek McKinnon. We've we brought in Western Rickberg. We spent on offense. Let us money on the build, let me, let let me throw my money defense. at you, Johnny Lynch. Okay, Johnny Lynch. This is what I do to see. Like Davenport, I think is. Maybe the more for sure thing right now, Harold Landry to me does have incredible upsides and incredible talent. Last year is a little enigma and the injury thing from what I hear is certainly okay. somewhat real, but also does that, do these injuries affect him going forward? We have to real, we have to, sometimes we take that into account. We go, well, they got hurt last year. Go back to the year before. Right. Well, maybe he'll never be the same again. That's what I always worry about a little, but I don't worry that totally here with this situation. Landry has special bend. I mean, special. It's like yep. Von Miller ish. I mean, his first step off the edge, his ability to go around the shoulder edges dip. is amazing. Yep. The shoulder dip is phenomenal. Davenport is going to be your slam dunk, Mr. Pedal to the Metal, going to play hard, going to be awesome against the run. But there's a few more questions about the ability to bend around the edge. So are you deciding between those two also? I, I think I am with these two on the board right here. Now, listen, I'm going to throw another name into your mix here because I do think that much of a Mike McGlinchey. And we do have a head coach in Kyle Shanahan who is obsessed with athletic linemen who can run the football. And I, I look at McGlinchey and go, he'll be your right tackle next year. Okay. Because – uh, Trent Brown is a gigantic man, and I just don't think he fits into our. It's a weird system. scheme fit. It's a weird yeah. scheme fit, and I look at I look at McGlinchey and go, maybe yeah, I can move him. He'll be a right tackle for two years, and then he goes to left tackle, and is your franchise left tackle. I think he is a can be because that. Because Joe Staley's getting older, getting up there. Right, so you guys yes. both like the pass rusher edge. What do you think of that last suggestion? Uh, Connor actually I propped think, that up. I think uh, it makes a ton of ago. sense when you look at it now. There's been talk that this guy would go in front of us, potentially to the Bears, or he'll go right yes. after us to the Raiders. Yes. So yeah. if we want him, take him now, right. because there's no chance. We get. We didn't even know he'd be here because of the Bears, but now we got lucky enough where I can definitely work with that All pick. right, so I want to do this. I want you to, all, tough decision, I want you to factor these three guys in. Yeah. It is Harold Landry. Um, who is McGlinchey the, and Davenport. McGl- is, on, there, is there one guy that you think we can eliminate right now? Can we trade? 
That would be my Somebody other suggestion. For a quarterback call Buffalo. My other suggestion We're would not be trading. That. I want to take it. I want yeah. the fanfare. Landry's the best talent out of the three to me. He's Vic Beasley-ish. I think and- I'm willing to eliminate Davenport because what you guys are telling me is I look at my D-line and I have a lot of people that don't let bad things happen, but I don't really have somebody that makes bad things happen. I have the exact same and, grade on those two. And Davenport, so. to me, from what you guys tell me, sounds like a guy that's a lot more solid, but Landry could take us to another level. So I'm going to eliminate Davenport for Landry. But now I'm thinking about McGlinchey because that whole future plan sounds interesting right. with Jimmy Garoppolo. McGlinchey, for me, is one of the safest guys in the draft. I think, so yeah, now I have I one think of the one safest guys in McGlinchey and a possible future bad. star in Landry. And no, I think Landry's day one ready. Okay. I, I don't think he's an upside guy. I think it, he got hurt last year. The year before that, he was the top-ranked player in the yes. country. So okay. he is day one he's ready. not an upside guy. He's a fucking baller. He can come in and play. Yeah. But with McGlinchey, how bad are all these offensive tackles coming out of college? So we have a chance to get a plug-and-play guy who's mm. not great. Mm-hmm. But is he Taylor Lewan? Probably. I, I mean, he could be that good. I agree. I mean, really, and, yes. And Taylor Lewan's really good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he could be him. that kind yeah. of run-blocking tackle for your team. That's the all thing. Right. I, so, I would go yeah. tackle then. So I want your final votes, Sims. McGlinchey. No, I'm going to go McGlinchey, too. Man, that's Connor. a tough one. I'll still stay with Landry because I don't mm. think we have any chance of getting a player like him at all. I'm, mm. I just think he's a difference maker up front getting after a quarterback, and that's the most important yeah. thing. You don't think Terrell should be there at 59? Because that's who my final mock draft has him getting. Sims loves Terrell. I love Terrell. Sims la- I loves Terrell. I maybe Terrell. massaged the board right, so for then, my team there. Here, here's I what like I'm thinking. Here's strategy. what I'm thinking. I just invested 70-plus million into Garoppolo. The, and Staley is leaving eventually. Trent Brown is a good guy that maybe I could get something for him if I'm John Elway and I want to trade. John Lynch. Uh, that's what I meant, John Lynch. And then uh, also I do think it's going to be hard to draft another defensive pass rusher or someone on the line yeah. for the fourth time in fifth year, five years. I think I'm going to go McGlinchey here. Okay. Because it's a little bit of safe that's providing safety for my most important position, and it makes my head coach very, very happy. Yeah. I'm going to go McGlinchey. Go McGlinchey. I think that has to be taken into account. The but fact I think that we Landry, just gave... talking about Landry out loud, I think Landry could be one of those guys that might go to the Colts at six. I could see him maybe going to the Bears. I, to, like, I could see yeah. him being a surprise in this draft. I, I w- would agree. I mean, Landry what if he goes, definitely What if he goes to the Broncos player, right? at five? Is yeah, he, he top is. 15 he is. for you yep. guys? What if Chubb goes at four? Is there any chance that Landry could go at five? No, no. I don't think so. You don't think him There's and Von Shane Miller? Ray and Von Miller. Right. I just, Jack Barrett, sure. I just know third. that if Chubb was there at five, we'd be yeah. like, ooh, that's yeah. interesting. McGlinchey's the next factor of this draft. Uh, I mean, I think You're right, because he, he could be the guy. I, I've heard everything across the board starting at well, the Well, I Bears. wanted to throw that in because he and the Bears' new offensive line coach are best friends. Of yeah. course. Right. And you don't want to overplay he those connections, him. but they are tight. And I can tell you at the USC game earlier this year when I was covering Notre Dame on NBC, the Bears... Scouting staff was there to look at the Notre Dame offense alignment. I'm just yeah. I'm just throwing some more so, quite often. Too. Yeah, yeah I know. I know that the the link has always been there with Quentin Nelson to the Bears. The question it is, is with McGlinchey. The too. Bears with McGlinchey. Yeah, and I think Nagy would as much. have to change his pants if he got McGlinchey or Nelson. It would be amazing. Only thing I mean, I don't know. We're talking about the Bears again. The only thing I'll say with the Bears is their old line is really good. That's a, it's not a yeah. desperation yep. thing. Like where I look at them and go, "Ooh, they need that so badly." It's the, a pretty good group, and they've but, drafted some high yeah. high round linemen the last yeah. few years. And I think the thing is too with with the Niners, it's like an investment property. Yeah, you know, like the, those tackles. One of them's opening up soon. The other one's going to open up in a year or the two. The Niners still. conversation is fascinating to me too because just the fact of like we also didn't bring Derwin James. 
listen to this. Well, I, think, I like oh, the right. safeties. I, like, yeah. I, I do. Too. Yeah. And I, issue too. I agreed yes. with Miller. And I think with the corner thing too, like the scheme fit. I think that's the thing too. Like yeah. when I run the Seattle scheme, you don't why, draft you don't need high. a you don't need a man to man shutdown corner in the top ten because no. why you don't play man to man that yeah, much. Right. So that would be a waste to me. They and bail all the time. Right. Let us go to the final pick in our little situation here. Pick number ten. Oh, man. I love the Steve song, man. I know you're expecting Reggie McKenzie, man, but I'll tell you, it's John Gruden's team now. And you're selling John. Reggie, out to lunch. Told him there was a two-for-one sound down at Subway. John Gruden, Sims, you look familiar. Coach, uh, right. hey, hey, when did John Gruden get an Italian accent? He's like Northeast Jersey over here. I hope John you guys at the realize, pizza joint. I hope you guys realize by now I'm not good at imitations. Yeah. And the only thing I know about John Gruden is the word man. So yeah. then it, it all turns Italian. You gotta, you know, I, don't even know, I gotta figure out who the hell we've dra- who's been drafted here. I got a list. Uh, yeah, give the list, Miller. <laughs> well, not in order, but I, on my board, Saquon's gone, Bradley Chubb's gone, Quentin Nelson's gone, Tremaine Edmonds is gone. Sam Darnold's gone. Minka Fitzpatrick is gone. Josh Allen, Roquan Smith, and Mike McGlinchey. So wow. best available on my board yeah, not Miller, a quarterback first. would be Denzel Ward would be best available. Derwin James, Connor Williams, Marcus Davenport, Harold Landry. So oh. those are his best available. Yeah. This is amazing. And our little mock here, Mayfield and Rosen are falling out. I don't of think this there. is crazy. I don't by think the way. so either. With no trades. This All right, is so Miller, of yeah. your top available, who are you going with for the this Raiders? This is where Denzel Ward should come off the board. Just put... Put him, him and, and Gary, Gary Conley. Conley. Yeah. If Gary and Conley can get over their shin splints, those things are, uh, are apparently really, really hard to get over. I had them in junior last high. year. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Because you're, you're, you're yeah. overweight and not a shape. That's why you had him. What? Wow. <laughs> Off the top rope. <laughs> I'm John Rudin. I'm John Gruden, man. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I've never been out of yeah. shape. Oh, I thought you were Reggie McKenzie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you are overweight and out of yeah. shape. <laughs> I, I think this is Denzel Ward's spot. All right, so Miller's but, going out to the podium again. You're also an awful talent evaluator. No offense, yes. Chris. I made Josh laugh. But uh, So you'll probably take someone like, I don't you know, Orlando Brown here. Interesting. <laughs> Sims? Okay, hold on. I'm trying to. Connor, I got out. a boring pick here, but it's a necessity. Hold okay. on, I got a. No, Connor's a next. Vita Vea. Oh, the why middle is it boring. The, the middle because he's a guy that really is going to control double teams. Yes, he could push the pocket, but he's going to be the guy like Snacks Harrison was for a while, where you're saying, "Oh shit!" Like nobody runs the football on the Oakland Raiders anymore. He's this really appealing to you with the, This is a guy. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Here, man. Let <laughs> yeah. me tell you, this guy's a football player. They're playing yeah. to it. It works. Um, this is a need that has been a problem for a long time, and there's an easy solution sitting there on the board. Now, I thought a lot, uh, you know, I can consider someone like Derwin James here just because he's he's that good at this spot. Right. But I'm still going to take the need. Mm. And I think Derwin is a hard fit with Carl Joseph. Yes. They've and, spent a lot of. And what about Obi Malafanu? That great no, thank draft you. pick oh, that yes. they made. Right. Well, I'm not giving up on that yet. So you can screw both of you guys. Okay. I mean, that's. Sims is still believing. Yeah. No. I mean, he played. You guys haven't seen him really play yet. That's so true. That's, so uh, we're not yeah. right or wrong right, yet. Right. That's, that's my true. fear. Sims, where are you going? Okay, I'm, I got to throw some questions out to you. Like, listen, the guys they've thrown out, Vita Via, certainly good. We do have some big people in the middle of our defense, and we have spent picks on that. I, yeah. Again, yes, we obviously have to improve our run defense and all those things all together, certainly. But I also would pose this question for you with the safety question. As much as I love Derwin James, yeah, 
you know, Reggie, John, whoever you are right now, yeah, you got to figure out that we got Reggie Nelson. We got Marcus Gilchrist. We got, you know, uh, the kid from Carl West Virginia Joseph. and yeah. Obi Melvin Fonmu, right? So there's a lot of players at that position. Linebacker was certainly a need for us, but there's nobody there no. for a linebacker, no. right? So now where do we go? I think to me, in my personal view, would be a Vita Via certainly in that conversation. I would go the next guy, okay, is I'm going Jair Alexander over Denzel Ward. I like Jair Alexander oh, more. We have a corner battle. You have a corner battle, yes. Uh, Jair Alexander excites me. I think he is a true man-to-man shutdown cover corner. He's going to fit in the Paul Gunther scheme as far as what corners do for them. Uh I would think of, and he can return kicks for and us, and he can be truly one of the best punt returners in football. I swear about the knee. I hear you. I, I, I mean, because he, he didn't play hardly at all. Into the, I went to scout him at the games, Clemson right? game, and he wasn't even on the field. Yeah, there's so. there's only six games I, he played. He so we're definitely going the same defense. size. It sounds like we're yeah. definitely going defense. Yes, for the Raiders. we're going defense. There's no value. I mean, all right, then let's do this. Offensive line is sneaky. I I would consider, right. and everyone will probably laugh at this. I'd consider Isaiah Win here. Because he could play tackle and guard, and yeah. he could be very good at both. In I my think eyes. he, I mean, he and Donald Penner are kind of the same guy. He's really good. I don't think he can play tackle. That's where okay, I would get no. concerned with it. He, he, our, he could play guard, and we have decent guards. So that's what scares yep. me. Yeah. All right, so let's do this. So not you like thought. Jair Alexander, you like Denzel Ward, and you're picking Vita Vea. Yep. So the corners are the same. Yeah. If you could choose between those two I really like Michael corners. Hughes, but the off-the-field issues, and we just yeah. got Daryl Worley, he's going to really scare me. And, I mean, damn, we're Not the true. Raiders and all, but we can't have a bunch of problems. Can we admit that John Gruden's going to, like, draft Calvin Ridley if this happens and none of our opinions uh, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he took DJ Moore right here. Yeah. I mean, who knows? That's such an you know. Al Davis pick. Right. All right, so hold so on. So those two corners, <laughs> Jair Alexander and uh, Denzel Ward, who do you like of those two? I like Ward because I do have a slight fear of the medicals. With Jire. Okay. That's the big that's the big note for me. Okay. So um I'm gonna have to kind of knock out Jair here because I think that the safety of Denzel Ward uh here uh and this pick I like. So then that between now it's between Denzel Ward and Vita Vea. So Miller, what I have was a your hard take time with Vita Vea? I like him. I and we've talked a lot about him on six football. I have a hard time taking a nose tackle at 10 overall with the way the NFL yep. is going. And he's a really good nose tackle. He he can play some on third downs, but he's not going to be, you know, an interior penetrator. This isn't Gerald McCoy we're talking about. It's maybe like mid-career Haloti Nada, where he can he's great at stacking up blockers and he can shed well, but he's not going to he's not going to have four or five sacks a season. I know you're a little concerned about his body. Well, his body is is it does concern me like four or five years from now. Yeah, I mean, if he has a lazy off season and he decides to eat a lot, he'll be three seventy. Yeah, it's mean, over. But yeah. but man, it's hard to argue with the results there, Johnny boy. I oh mean, yeah, he because it's unbelievable. Is, I've never seen anything. I've never seen a body that ugly that's that athletic. Totally agree. Disruptive, and I do think that. This is where me and Miller disagree on Vita Vita. I think there's a little more value in the pass game than I think he's going to be able to push the pocket and shoot gaps a little. It certainly was way better than I was expecting. I was expecting to see Danny Shelton just yeah. true plugger. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, damn, this guy's all over the freaking field. I so, think I, I would call him a disruptor. He's not a, disruptor. a penetrator. Yes. Is yeah. Denzel Ward going to be a disruptor? Denzel Ward, I you know I'll lead off with my concerns. Yeah, okay, it. Denzel Ward is a phenomenal man-to-man corner. There's really on film not much not to like. I just don't think there's going to be a whole lot of playmaking. I worry about him like being a Ronald Darby, not making a whole lot of plays on the ball like him at a Florida State. His body is not the greatest, and 
I thought this is my number one issue with Denzel Ward. In transition, if he was playing the slot and the guy made a and he's backpedaling and now has to break on an out route from the slot, I did not think that was on par with the Jael Alexanders and the Mike Hughes of the world. And it's the reason he didn't run the three cone or the five ten five at the combine because he knows it's not that great. At least in my opinion, I'm just going to throw that out. Well, I I think the Indiana game showed some of those concerns, and he struggled with breaking balls and comebacks against Simi Cobbs. Exactly, struggled a little bit. That's what worries me. Um, I. I like Ward just because I feel like, I mean, he was a one-year starter, so he has some ceiling because he was mm-hmm. behind Marshawn Lattimore and Gary Eli Apple. And so I don't think we've that. seen his best ball yet. Mm-hmm. Um, with Jair Alexander, I do. I mean, I worry about the knee. Um, yeah. And, and, with, and with, with Vita Vea, I, I think the, the thing that is a very good point is that, yeah, I mean, if he has a an offseason off where he's like, whatever, yeah. I'm I'm just going to eat rice. Yeah. And, and what are you thinking here, Mr. Vita Vea? I, I have to stick with We have with the them. ninth pick in the second round, too. Yeah. Oh, that was my other point. We can get Deron Payne in the second round. Yeah, but on the flip side, to me, we might be able to get, you know, an Isaiah Oliver. I don't know if he falls that far. I like MJ Stewart. I, Mike Hughes, how far is he going to fall? Because yeah. I think he's the second best corner in the class. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think off. he's probably like late first, early yeah. second. So, we're at... I'm standing my ground because I think Vita Vea, he's been, uh, you know, labeled as a two down player. And I don't agree with that. I think he's a three down player and and a very, very good one. Last point for each of you. What are your last final votes? I mean, John Gruden's going to mess this up anyway. My final vote is I think if I had to go here, I would go Vita Vea. Miller. I think it makes sense. I, I like him, and and he will immediately improve the run game. I think the middle linebacker for the Raiders is trash, so he might as well try to stop the run this way. I I will uh, I'll take it. You're gonna take Vetivia. Yeah, I'll go with it. I think Denzel Ward's better, but it's cool. Switch yep. to Denzel Ward just to mess with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm kind of changing my. Mind. But when y'all get fired, I'm gonna be like, hey, I just think of guys remember? like yeah. like like Gunther too. Like, I mean, they need both Davin positions. Davenport's not yeah. an option here. <sighs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know you. Would... All right, just asking. Yeah. We're going to go it's, with Vita Villa. It's, it's a thought. I mean, there's the 10th no doubt. pick for the Oakland Raiders. So that means I'm going to try and do this off the top of my head. The number one pick, the Cleveland Browns go Josh Allen. The number two pick, the New York Giants go Saquon Barkley. Number three pick, the Jets go Sam Darnold because of Josh Rosen's F. Trump hat. I love that. Can't believe I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Four Cleveland Browns, easiest pick in the draft was Bradley Chubb. Broncos come and go Quentin Nelson at five. Six Indianapolis Colts, we go with Roquan Smith. Middle of the defense guy. Number seven is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they go with Minka Fitzpatrick. Eight is the Bears. We have them taking Tremaine Edmonds. Tre- was it? Right? Yes. Tremaine with yeah, their next Brian Erlacher. Number nine, the Niners go Mike McGlinchey. And number 10, the Oakland Raiders go Vita Vea. And that is the Sims and Lefko stick to football right. GM roundtable. So that was fun. It. That I was enjoyed awesome. that. It was fun. Let's just real quick talk about who are the guys that maybe could sneak into this conversation, right? And we have Rosen and Mayfield falling. And then at 11, the Dolphins take Mayfield. I think they would take Rosen. I I think two. Yeah, I think they would take Rosen. What do you think? I don't know. I think they would take Baker. I don't know that. <laughs> I know I he just, wants to. That's just the feeling. Be in there. That's Man, I don't want Baker in South Beach. <laughs> that's just the, I'll, feel, I'll the say feeling this, I get. So let's say our thing happens. I think then at nine, um, there's going to be a lot of teams trying to get ahead of Miami. Yeah, there would be. And that's be. what I yes. think the trades, and I think the yep. Niners could take advantage of it. Yep. The Raiders are in a nice spot. The Bears are in a nice spot. Once it gets out of like five or six, 
Cardinals could be trading up. Ravens could be trading up. Chargers could be trading up. It could be really interesting. It really can be. I mean, it, it is because the, who else are you the saying? Ha- well, the Harold Landry discussion is is a phenomenal discussion. I mean, yeah, he's a special guy at a very valued position yeah. in football. He could right? Go super high. We didn't have Derwin James drafted, right? Did we? No, no we didn't. No. Derwin James is the same type of thing. It's a special guy for a position that is in premium in the NFL right now. So. Those are guys we missed on. I certainly. think exercises like this are really good because fans will say, "No, no, no, Derwin James is a top ten pick." Yes, it's like, okay, but it doesn't always where's he going to go out? Right, I know right. that's what people. It, yeah, he is. He's one of the ten best players or fifteen best players. Doesn't always mean you necessarily get picked in that region. Man, final thoughts. Uh, I think it's time for some draft on draft. All right, perfect. Yeah. If you have been listening on Sims and Lefko, you are about to hear our interview with Derwin James. If you are listening on Stick to Football, you're about to hear Draft on Draft, which is, of course, Sims and Lefko fans suddenly do at the end of every podcast. So Sims and Lefko, go listen to the end of Stick to Football, finish the episode, make it a completed episode, then leave them a five-star review. And if you're Stick yeah, to Football, <laughs> come back over to Sims and Lefko, do the same thing, and listen to the end and get that five-star review. We love you all. Join us Thursday night. We're going to be on Facebook Live, YouTube, and also the BR app. Join us. It's going to be sick. Connor's going to be announcing every pick. We're not waiting on TV. We're going to try and give out the picks as early as we can, and we're not messing around. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. So let's now hop let's into draft it. On draft. So this is normally where I would open a beer and we would just start answering people's questions and okay. having fun. Our intern usually curates questions for us, but I forgot to tell her we were going to do this today. So I have two really good ones that I want to we'll do. Just have cool. All right, let's do cool. it. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm pumped. Right. I didn't even no, know we keep, were doing this. This is yeah. awesome. All right. No, just keep rolling. All right. Yeah, we're, we're still going. All yeah. right. The first, <laughs> we like it raw. Yeah. I am very curious to hear Baby, like what, what Sims thinks of this one. All right. Okay. From Mark Scubia. Who's the worst GM in the league in terms of drafting? Strictly drafting. I know mine. Pull up the teams. Let's go yours first. I think right now, low-key, it's John Elway. Mm. That's not low-key, though. It was for a while. Yeah, I have trashed him, I bet, 30 times in the year we've had a podcast. That's very fair. I yeah, I but think, he doesn't he doesn't take the same no he doesn't damage in the media that most guys would. Uh, you're right. Well, he's made some great moves in free agency, no doubt. Too, so right. that, that that you're helps. right. The draft, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's been horrible. It, uh, you're right. It hasn't knocked it out. Uh, he certainly has not. Ooh, okay. uh, Jason Light taking Aguayo in the second puts him on top. Of this list. that was bad. Vernon Hargraves hasn't. I, I mean, he's played some slot, but he hasn't been great. I would put the, him up the, there. The teams that I'm looking at, um, I, whoever picks for Washington. I, I don't Bruce know Allen. if it's Tenenbaum or whoever's down with the Dolphins, but I just I haven't seen any I haven't yeah. seen them really build anything over these last few yep. years with these draft picks. Yeah, that's where my my thought was certainly there too at first. It was. It's weird that Laramie Tunsil hasn't become. But we're a just dude. saying certainly just draft, right? Yes, yeah. strictly just draft. Strictly draft. You're Man. gonna say Bill Belichick. I, I also. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bill is it, Bill is not You're a right. great drafter. I mean, no. that's no. definitely a good discussion. Bill the coach saves Bill the evaluator a whole oh, yeah. lot all day. Um, Tom the player saves Bill the evaluator a whole lot. <sighs> Man, yes, a lot of the bad GMs are gone. Of course, it's now. so funny because so, who, who picked you? You what's that? Who's the GM that picked you? Mark Dominic. Oh yeah, right. And I well, was for ESPN. Now, yes, he does. I was right. gonna say so, though, like it's or funny, Rich like, McKay. Actually, I'm sorry, Rich McKay was uh, the man that picked me. Oh, the Rich, president of the Falcons, right? Now. And then he went to the Falcons, right? Yeah. But I, I guess I would go with Miami as well. Tanner really? Bomb. I think so. Biter. I mean, 
I think so. Right now, I'd have to. I, do that. It's funny. Some of these teams, like I think about Arizona, and I go, okay, yeah, they've Steve had some, Kime. but then you get like Dave Johnson. You're like, that makes up for a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I look at some of these other teams. It's like Houston Texans. Yeah, they've had some good and some bad. But they but fired they, their guy, right? So it's it's, and then Ozzy. When Ozzy's not drafting Ozzie's defensive linemen or here. linebackers, I'm not the biggest fan. He's had but, a weird run, but he but he's also done it for so long that he's going to have so many hits. I think each of these guys are good at scouting certain positions. Are you taking Mike McCagney, Connor? As the worst? <laughs> yeah. No. No, not idea. after last year. It was not looking good for a yeah, bit. It was not. It was not. But Jamal Adams and Marcus May makes up for a lot of things. Everything that matters is number three overall this year. All right, the next one. Uh, this one, we, did, we answered this on a previous Stick to Football, but I feel like you guys are really perfect for it. This one from Dan Kiefer. Dream boxing matchup in this class. Rosen versus Baker. Will Hernandez versus Vita Vea. And he just wants examples. Oh, okay. oh baby. Well, yeah. if Rosen fought Mayfield, Mayfield's the kind of guy that comes out with like the full entourage and the music and the robe, and Rosen's just going to come out. I think Rosen would kick his ass. Well, the, the reach yeah, is what exactly. I like to. The reach advantage is huge. Are we just so doing this matchup? I no, mean, which man. ones do you like man, that you make up? Man, Roquan versus Trey Tremaine Edmonds. I'd pay money right now to see that. Right see, now. I would go instead of Vita Vea versus. Um, Will Hernandez. Quentin I go Nelson. Will Hernandez versus Quentin Nelson. No, yeah, I'd be like yeah. whoever gets. Whoever I go Vita Vea versus Deron Payne and be like fight to the death yeah. for the best D tackle in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Throw Maurice Hurst in and just punch uh, him in the chest. But man, there's got to be a way. We're missing some Saquon versus Tremaine. No, you know who? All right, no, no, athlete, that would, that would athlete. Be bad. or or. Honestly, I'd want to see, De- I mean, uh, our man Derwin James fight just about anybody. Who else has got a real... Derwin James is built like a boxer. I know. Who else has got a real, like, you know, attitude in the draft that we're missing here uh, that's got the little... Rashawn Evans. Yeah, Rashawn Evans. And I was thinking of some of the corners, too, but, man, yeah. I guess I'd go with the two linebackers right there. Yeah. All right. We have one more for you guys. Okay. Um, this came in through a DM. Uh, so I sent to Mello from Adam D. Allen. And they they knew the crossover was happening, so this is a very important question. Who are the white boy Supremes of this draft? <laughs> That's, good. That's a good question. That's great. Oh, hold on. Let me, <laughs> I mean, let me let me sort by are, sort, are, sort by ethnicity. Are, are there white people in this draft? We can actually use this as why don't you guys inform us? Okay, yeah, so we, we have some. So Braxton Berrios looks just like Connor. Right. Uh, yeah. Coming out of Miami, probably We're a seventh round receiver. Yes, right. <laughs> Trey Quinn from SMU. If you watch Cortland Sutton, he was the white guy catching all the passes. I did see him. Yes, so, you're right. Okay. I did, and yep. then this one is an anomaly because he tested really, really well. Right. Dylan Cantrell out of Texas Tech. Yes. So those are your, your white, because a white boy supreme has to be a receiver. Yeah. For people who haven't heard us talk about it before. Yeah, it could be any really. Could just... Leighton Vander Ash be a white boy supreme? Oh, I know, but he's kind of a big guy. We yeah, usually don't go big. with big guys yeah. as uh, yeah. white They're usually boys. scat back. Like, was, to go... was Moritz Boehringer a white boy supreme last year? Do you remember that kid? Like, he was, Germany but we couldn't give him that quite two years we ago. Got, yeah. he, they got to yeah. earn it on the field in the NFL level to get that. Yeah. Who else? Am I missing there, any white there's boy There's one that, that no is one. Is Mayfield a white boy supreme? I mean, he's a white boy supreme. We don't call quarterbacks usually white boy supreme. You got to be like a small Shifty right. skill player. Right. Uh, the one most random one, he's like trying to defeat the white boy supreme narrative is Justin Watson from Penn. Oh, right, because yeah. he's like 6'3, 225, 4'4 four, four speed, 40 plus inch vertical, yeah. like freakish athlete. Is this the kid that Dion freaked out about? No, that Who was, was that? Uh, that was a safety. Troy Apke. Troy Apke from, from Penn, Penn State. State. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. He and can run, run. Dion was like, <laughs> yes. that white boy can move. He yeah. can run, run. Actually, yeah. that, that, listen, I'm not nearly deep into the draft as you two are. So, 
and I'm as I'm really sitting here thinking, I'm going, damn, the only white people that are going are Van Der Esch and the offensive linemen. I and mean, quarterbacks. quarterbacks. And quarterbacks, right. So some it's tight the, ends. Yeah, and some yeah, tight ends. Hurst. You're right. You're right. But I, we usually don't put them because I did think of Gasecki first. I yeah. was like, is he like a, but you can jump um, like that. You're not a white boy. Right. And he can so, open up. And as run. you can see right there, we each have our own certain set of skills. Yes. So this is how yep. the draft's going to go. I'll just kind of click. I guess this will be on your show. That's uh, right. Life coach, take over. You're sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Thursday night, it's going to be me, Miller, and Sims. Uh, and then Connor will be presenting all the picks, taking the grades, interacting and all that stuff. Friday for the second round, it will be the same three of us with Connor doing that. Third round, Sims is off because then we're getting really deep and Miller's going to have to carry the yeah, show. Carry the yeah. show, Miller. And then all day Saturday, Connor and Miller are going to have – I think it's the most fun day of the draft when you know all of those guys. Yeah, well, you hope to. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're going to be it's, – it's the GMs and their preferences and what they want to want, how they're going to build the team and trying to find those diamonds in the rough. I remember when the draft was just Saturday and Sunday, that was all Sunday. Yeah. Four through seven. Yeah, it was great. I you, you it. felt like you were really deep in the weeds when you actually watched yes. round yeah. five. And yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's what we do. So we actually are going to have recaps, stick football podcast recaps every night nice. that will come out the next morning. I don't know when I'm going to fucking sleep. Never. And then we're going to do Never. a big recap, and we're also going to do some 2019 look-ahead because we're insane. Damn, so, you yeah, are You're insane. already working yeah. on your mocks for next I year. I was showing him my Oof. big board for next year already. That's insane. I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know well, why I do it. because he's the director of college scouting. Yeah, I know. Right? That's right. Yeah. college scout. You so, just yeah, worry about I mean, putting the team together. <laughs> it'll be fun. But thank you guys for hanging out with us. This is awesome. 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 We need yeah. to do this more often, and everybody should definitely hop over to Simpson Lefko. Subscribe, give that five star review. Yeah. And list your own white boy supreme in the comments. People Ooh. love to do that stuff. So I know, in, the, yep. in the iTunes review, leave your white boy supreme in the comments. So that's our show. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Cool.